0: I recently did an episode of End Times Watch about swarms of locusts making their ways across Africa and Asia, with a major Asian power using swarms of ducks to combat the bug menace. Honestly, it's a cool way to fight back against these things, and I'd almost watch that movie if they ever made one. But since then, the story has been sort of swallowed up by, well, everything, really. The world is, you might say, a complicated place right now, and most of us are distracted by rather important things going on much closer to home. But now we have news of another swarm of these things making life difficult for people, this one in South America. So let's get into this because this is becoming surreal. To the BBC we go. Yes, a mainstream source that, when it comes to any issue of any political salience, I don't trust them in the slightest, but with a source like this... No one will accuse me of being a sensationalist or pushing fringe alternative hypotheses of secretive plans involving tinfoil fedoras. So, headline, Argentina and Brazil crops threatened by locust swarm. This story was published on the 29th of June of this year. So what's the scoop? Here's the short version. These nasty critters can cover 93 miles in a day. On May 21st, they left Paraguay and entered Argentina and have been a menace since that time. They're thought to be heading into Brazil and Uruguay next. Brazil is, in fact, so concerned about this that the government has told its farmers to be alert for the arrival of these uninvited guests. Kenya, the Middle Kingdom, and India are dealing with these things as well, but those cases are not related to the South American infestation. In Argentina, they've moved through Formosa and Santa Fe already, where they've damaged major cash crops like corn, sugarcane, wheat, and oats. The authorities are using fumigation to deal with them, and have had some success. Combined with the relatively cold winter weather the country is having, they seem to be dealing with the bugs pretty well so far, and it's the only reason they haven't traveled further already. It's this damage to crops that I want to focus on here. Right now, our totally benevolent rulers who only have our best interests at heart and would never consider going to extreme ends or taking advantage of a bad situation to cause massive problems have decided to force meatless lifestyles on people by disinvesting from the meat industry. That's a fancy way of saying that they've decided to cut off funds from the meat industry in the name of fighting the climate crisis. Now, here's what that really means. It's going to be very hard for those industries to get loans if they need them, at least from private sources. Why? Well, you know, there's a big push right now to take advantage of the myriad problems in the world to push the goal of ending animal agriculture as soon as possible. That means we all become vegetarians or even vegans by fiat. Fun, right? Add the constraints that'll put on the food supply to the swarms of locusts to this. There are now experts calling for a closure of farms and harvesting due to the affliction and the risk it poses to those working in the fields. Think about that for a moment. If we shut down the farms and agriculture, what happens to the food supply? Your guess is as good as mine, but whatever happens, it won't be pretty. But the UN thinks it has an idea. In May, the UN issued a food shortage warning. The UN warned that locust swarms could lead to a potential food crisis. Swarms can eat their own weight in food daily. A swarm covering one square kilometer can eat as much in a day as 35,000 people. Any country that has an issue feeding its people is going to have a hard time. The countries being hit by these things are already pretty poor and have much higher levels of food insecurity than almost anyone watching or listening to this right now. Swarms of locusts are no stranger to these countries, but these are bigger than ever before due to historic rainfall levels likely due at least in part to the solar minimum. And if this is indeed caused by that, then guess what? This might become a new normal for these countries, which will lead to the chemical companies making a fortune off of new and increasingly toxic methods of taking care of the bugs, which will probably have an effect on the human population. Part of what this, part of this could lead to is, well, more instability, which is exactly what the world needs right now. Most of the world's food supply is pretty limited, with only a few days of surplus food available before the whole system becomes in jeopardy. What happens if we keep adding strains to that system? We might find out. Let me know your thoughts on this in the comments, and let me know if you think this could reach the U.S. or Europe, and if so, when, because that'll be an interesting day. Thanks for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.